name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Today's speaker is Anthony David Adams. Uh, Anthony is a, a visionary, an inventor, an activist, an artist, an entrepreneur. Uh, he's a transformational coach and advisor for founders of the world's greatest organizations and their teams. Anthony is known for his capacity to support the world's most powerful leaders in doing deep inner work and outer work. Anthony's body of work has been featured in hundreds of media outlets. Uh, he's been on PBS, CNN, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Time, The New York Times, Huffington Post, and Fox. Uh, some of his clients have included founders and teams from Asana, One Project, Bombas, Summit Series, The United Nations, Ben and Jerry's, Google, and The Salvation Army. His products and uh, inventions have been sold everywhere, from uh, Urban Outfitters to Ritz-Carlton Hotels. Anthony is an advisor to SDS Capital Partners and a former World Games invitee. He holds a BA in Psychology from Edinburgh University and an MS in Herbal Plan Urban Planning from Wisconsin. He, as an activist, he's one of the country's leading voices on psychedelics and mental health reform recently becoming the first person to hold space for an underground MDMA therapy session on national television. He's credited with being a primary catalyst in integrating race segregation proms in Southern public schools, as well as ending corporal punishment in New Mexico, which since then it's prevented millions of children from being legally beaten. Uh, I am so excited to introduce today's speaker. Give him a big, warm AGC welcome to Anthony David. Hey, thank you, Joshua. Um, excited to be here and excited to connect with this community. As I said earlier, um, I, the, interacting with the, with the screen here, hope, hopefully we'll be able to get some of the energy across. And if there are folks here live with us, um, we will talk with them in the chat a little bit, looking forward to the Zoom, and I will just kind of connect, um, sort of connect through space-time with the people who are going to be connecting and watching the, the replay here. Um, as we get started here, I actually want to invite everyone who is watching this talk to really get present with what is happening inside of us. So I'm going to take a minute for us to close our eyes. Take a few deep breaths into the body. 
and just begin to notice what sensations are alive and present for us right now as we're part of this, as we're part of this experience. Just noticing kind of where our breath starts, where it stops. Hmm. Noticing any tension in the body, any emotion, any pieces that are there that are coming to the surface. <sighs> Just really welcoming everything into this space. And this is a co-creative space. Even though I'm the one doing the talking, my sense is that um, there are pieces for you that are going to show up just in the next 10, 15 minutes and perhaps in the talk after um, that really are what your nervous system, kind of what your soul needs for this next piece of your journey. So the invitation is going to be just while you're in this place, just being fully present to like what is this radical acceptance of what is happening inside of you. <sighs> just to see, is there an intention? Is there something that you're bringing into the space with us today um, that you are seeking, looking for, just something that you would like to get out of this and just connect to that intention. Take a few deep breaths. Whew, and then just let it go with no expectation and just trust that your subconscious, that your psyche will begin to deliver little pieces to you throughout the course of the next you know, 10, 15 minutes here. So the thing that I'm really excited about talking with you right now is this kind of intersection of psychedelics, creativity, and deep leadership. Um, as Josh mentioned, I've had, a, I've had a crazy journey, a crazy career um, that at times has felt extremely disjointed um, just from the variety of different things that, that I've done from the activist work to the, art, the arts work um, to the entrepreneurship work to the coaching. Um, but there has always been when I reflect on it, this common thread, and it really has been this sense of really following creativity, following the creative impulse, and a willingness to confront and face whatever comes up along the way. This is really the first big concept. There's a, there's a couple concepts that I'm going to introduce over the you know over the next you know bit of time here, but this this concept that I want to introduce is this idea that your creative path, your vision what you're seeing in the world, the thing that you are orienting towards, the vision you hold for yourself, for your family, for your business, for the world, that if when you get really present to this, this is not just something that the world needs, but it's something that our soul needs. And what do I mean by that? The, the idea that our psyche, our, you know, our deep intuitive wisdom is guiding us towards more wholeness, more completion, more fullness in our life. And the way that that, that soul, that sort of um, the, the, the transcendent uh, eternal part of us, you know, that was here before the Big Bang happened, um, that the way that that part of us really does its work in this space-time continuum is it gives us vision. It gives us things to, to, to walk towards. It gives us um, you know, a mountain to summit or a business to build or a family to create. And within that creative space between where we are and where we're going, there is this opportunity to continue um, moving towards those visions and to do so with a level of awareness, with mindfulness and integrity. And if we can commit to feeling the feelings and parts of ourselves that arise through that journey, we're recovering something. 
that it really is our soul's journey to expansion, to integration, to wholeness that we're seeking through these creative visions. And the process of sticking with that vision, following it through to completion, and allowing ourselves to process, feel, and be with a whole, the whole spectrum of, of experience and emotion that comes along the way, that there is a deeper purpose there, which is to deliver these parts of ourselves that get kind of wrapped up in the experience and the emotion back to ourselves. So to say this another way, our creative vision and creative process is a spiritual path. And by spiritual path, I mean a path that brings us closer to our own spirit, closer to the spirit of existence, and to be in that creative, that creative space. So what does this mean practically? What, what, is, what is this kind of concept of our, our visions, our, our soul's work, and that by kind of going after them uh, with integrity and with, a, with an openness to surrender to the felt experience, um, that we become a more healed, more whole individual. How does that show up practically? Well, I can think of, um, of an example for myself, you know, kind of recently we've been working on this, on this project to, um, to take stewardship of an Island in Panama and, and, and really to, it's really been a 10, a 10 year vision and to within that process, um, create the space and the vision of Einstein's dream. Albert Einstein said, how I wish there exists an island for those who are wise and of goodwill. And, and our, our vision for this space was to create a gorgeous ecological preserve, a Pan-American uh, Pan uh, eco-visionary art museum, and a kind of recurring event that happens on this space for the world's uh, for those who are kind and of goodwill, the, the world's sort of wisest and most benevolent souls to come to commune and to inspire one another. So as we've been working on this project over, over the last several years, there's been so many times where I was confronted with feelings of failure. I was confronted with uh, frustrations. I was tempted to veer off course from the original vision that we had to kind of compromise to get the thing done. And what I recognized through that process has been the more that I'm able to surrender to the feeling, surrender to the experience, to be able to go into, um, oh my God, this is, the project is failing. It's totally failed. And there's nothing I can do about it. That if I am, when I've been able to surrender into that feeling, to get curious about it, to breathe with it, to welcome it, to recognize that there are some part of me caught up in this concept of what I'm calling failure, the emotions bound up in that, that as I breathe with it, that part of myself comes back. And there, there, there's actually a capacity, there's an essence, there's a, there's a gift inside of those challenging feelings. And when I allow those pieces to come back into my heart, into my soul, um, there's more possibility. There's, and more possibility, not just internally, but that there has been a beautiful coalescence, uh, magic, so to speak, with the, um, the field of the universe, you know, kind of opening itself to allow um, for more possibility. Things that we thought were, that, that weren't working were, were, would show up and, and, and be present. Uh, partners that we thought we had lost kind of come back online. Um, so this idea of just radical surrender to what is, to feel it fully and to welcome it as a wise teacher, this is really, I think, um, the tool and the practice of being on this visionary creative path. It's 
having a capacity of tools to feel the full feeling of our experience. And that might be something that shows up because a, a deal doesn't go the way we want to go, or we're, we're stuck in a particular way. Man, there's a person on our team that we're trying to lead and we're just feeling stuck. And there's a tremendous amount of charge and energy coming up around that. We don't, we don't know what to do about it. It's, it's, it's triggering us into a state of collapse and contraction and we're losing the space of possibility. Um, so what, what, what I've learned through this is that through this radical surrender to what is and through holding space for the experience, I can reconnect with and rediscover some part of myself. Now, this is something that I've experienced practically through my work as a, as a creative, as an activist. And it's also something as I've done work in the psychedelic space, holding space for transformation that has become, um, it's really just become so, so important. And, and interestingly enough, the foundation of my coaching work, we do a lot of this uh, you know, high kind of high level one-on-one -on -one coaching with the founders of some of the world's largest organizations, that idea of surrendering to the vision and the sensation of the path along the way there, um, that, is, that is inherently what we do in a psychedelic container. It's folks take the, take the medicine, so to speak, um, if you're in a creative space, you're kind of taking the medicine of accepting your vision, kind of holding it, taking stewardship for it, taking responsibility for it. And then the, then the question becomes, how can I surrender fully just to what is here? To yes, take steps with my intuition, yes, move forward, but also to be fully present to what I'm feeling. And so what does that mean practically as a leader? That means looking to see where I am hiding out, uh, where am I... Um, where am I hiding out in busy work? Where am I hiding out in addiction? Where am I hiding out in um, spiking my dopamine in ways that are sort of just kind of numbing myself out? Where am I hiding from the pain of this path? And the recognition that being in presence to this pain that, that inevitably shows up in a creative process when we're not motivated, we feel bored, that there's something in going beyond the boredom, going through the pain, really being present to it on the creative journey that allows us to reach these levels of transformation. It's the same phenomenon that we experience when we're doing medicine work with people. As I mentioned, that there's a surrender, there's a welcoming of everything that comes, every piece that comes. If somebody is, you know, one of my mentors, Stan Groff said, if you're going to hell, let yourself go. Let yourself go burn in the fire, so to speak. And so to allow ourselves to burn in the fire of our creative vision, there's parts of us that die, there's parts of us that fall away, but there's also a crucible of transformation that we begin to become forged in. And we become forged anew. We kind of rise from that crucible um, in a deeper way. And this has really become the hallmark of the work that I'm doing now with my, um, you know, with the folks who work with one-on-one -on -one and in, our, in all of our offerings. We're not explicitly administering psychedelics at this point to folks. We, I, you know, for a number of years, I ran an underground practice doing that work with people. But now we really work on helping people stay present to the psychedelic quality of their life. Psychedelic meaning soul revealing. Here's a practical example. Here's something that all of you may be able to use. And I encourage you to, to kind of step into this space. Um, and this really touches on this deep leadership, right? This idea that um, in many regards, the most flexible nervous system in a system, so the most flexible dynamic nervous system kind of the, the body that can hold the most range of emotion, that can be with the biggest uh, kind of 
range of experience, both internally for themselves and for their team or their family or the children that they're parenting um, or the sports team they're with or the nonprofit they're with, you know, whatever the dynamic is, the person with the big, the, the deepest flexibility in their nervous system is the leader of that system. They on, a, they on the deepest level have the mastery and the control of that system. Um, they're kind of the parent in a way, they're the alpha. Uh, you know, we know that by studying the wolf pack that the alphas are the ones with the most flexible nervous system. They're the, the wisest, the most relaxed. They're actually not the ones off fighting and posturing for positioning and status. They're just deeply resourced in themselves, deeply relaxed and connected to the wisdom. So what does this look like practically? Well, for example, right now, what I would, what I would, what I would say is uh, you could take any challenge you're facing, look at something relationally. Close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, drop into your body. Start to notice the sensation. Start to notice where there's contraction, where there's pain. When you think about this person or this challenge, what it brings up. Allow yourself to get present to the feeling. Allow yourself to feel in your nervous system. This is like a dojo or a, a weight room to build emotional capacity, to increase capacity and flexibility. This is literally the highest leverage thing we could do for our leadership capacity is to develop our capacity to be with our emotions, not to manage our emotions, stuff them away, you know, drink a cocktail, take a, take some medication to stuff ourselves down in that way, but rather building the capacity to hold our entire emotional experience. So as we're in this space, connecting to the feeling, breathing, welcoming, and just beginning to interview this part of ourselves, what do you need? What is it that needs to be present here? And can I surrender to the wisdom of this place? Now, this is a process that takes more than a couple minutes. It's something you can do over the course of, you know, 20, 30 minutes or an hour to be able to go into that space. But just this tool of allowing yourself to connect the deep leadership and the deep wisdom inside of you to your deeper leadership, which is approaching the problems first from a somatic level, recognizing what does it feel like in my body? How can I get more present to it? How can I approach this with a curiosity and almost as if I'm approaching a monk or a Zen, a Zen Buddhist teacher, uh, just approaching it for imagery, inspiration, wisdom, etc. And as I get present to that, from that place, as I'm able to connect to the deeper part of myself, the deeper intelligence that's contained in perhaps the pain or the discomfort, and by staying with it, possibility increases. By embracing it, I open up into a larger degree of freedom and flexibility. Um, so this, th these are the basic pieces here. Number one, that your creative vision is really your soul's work. That there's a way that by following that vision, staying with the emotional experience and using some of these tools to begin to deepen into a connection with yourself, no matter what the discomfort is, that there's a deep wisdom in that discomfort. There's a, there is a piece of yourself that is, that is being uh, brought to the surface to be reclaimed and brought back online. And that by staying with it, by breathing with it, by allowing your nervous system to expand, to hold it, you're going to recover a part of yourself and you're going to recover a capacity to be in deeper resonance with your team, with your vision, and with the world at large. And through that, you're going to have a much, much more solid foundation to be able to kind of pull that Archimedial level uh, lever to get the leverage and the things that you want to get in your life. Um, 
I think that we're very close to being at the end of time here. Um, this was, again, just a little snapshot into our world with a couple tools you can use. Um, if you're interested in continuing your journey with this, we have some gifts for folks. Um, if you go to anthonydavidadams.com slash AGC, we're going to give everybody that's on this call, either live or um, on a replay, we're going to give you a copy of the Mandala work. This is a 40-day integration journal that can really be used um, to navigate peak experiences. So successes, failures, kind of the peaks of life. Um, this is a tool that I developed for myself. We use it with all of our clients, used by therapists and coaches around the world to help their people. Everybody is going to get a copy of this. Um, we're also going to invite everybody here uh, will be a VIP guest of mine to a future upcoming um, biomythic breathwork experience. This is a transpersonal psychedelic breathwork experience that allows people to reconnect to their deeper mythology um, and the, the living mythology of their life. We've worked with founders of billion-dollar companies to people that are just starting out. Every person that has come through our doors has really had a life-changing life experience. Um, and finally, we're working on this project in Panama, and we would love to have you come join us as our, as our guest at some point. So every person here uh, listening live um, or um, on the replay is also going to get to, be, to get a VIP day pass for me personally to be able to come out to our island um, and, uh, and check out the Pan American Ecovisionary Art Museum, possibly check out an event, um, but you'll get to come out for a day and, and check that out. So um, anthonydams.com slash AGC, you can find information there to get these, uh, for us to get these gifts out to you. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to connecting with any of you in the future that feel a resonance. Always can always uh, can always reach out to me, um, you know, through through the website. Would love to hear more about where you are in your journey. And if any of this has been meaningful or helpful, uh, please let me know. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you being here. Um, and uh, we'll see you soon.